Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. Joining us now, State Senator Sharif Street. Uh, He is uh, the representative of the third senatorial district in the state of Pennsylvania, also the chair of the state Democratic Party. Uh, Senator Street, good morning. Hey, good morning, Simon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, Everyday guy gives me a good one. I know that's right. So tell us about this bill, man. What does what does the bill now now the law at 40? What does it say? Well, it started out as Senate Bill 140. It's now Act 40. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it said, <laughs> what it what it does, and I'll get to what it says in a second. Mm-hmm. What it does is essentially strip uh, Philadelphia's meaningful ability to select a prosecutor um, uh, because, um, into you know, it, it, it shifts that power to a special. A, a special prosecutor. So essentially, an unelected person will be making prosecutorial decisions in Philly instead of Larry Krasner, who Philadelphians elected not once but twice, and almost four out of five Philadelphians who voted in the election voted for it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how what it says is really convoluted. That's part of the problem. What it says is it's a transportation bill, which is not. It's a law enforcement bill. What it says is it's a bill that um, only gives authority where the SEPTA authority is, but in actuality, it then references Title 22, which sets forth uh, jurisdiction for, for SEPTA police. And then that says immediate and adjacent. And then in order to find immediate adjacent, you have to look for the statute, the law on uh, campus police, and that says everything within 500 yards. And when you put all that together, that's everywhere in Philadelphia except for maybe in the middle of the Schuylkill River or in the Pinnacle Wildlife Preserve. And so everywhere everybody lives and works, it would be a special prosecutor. But it's really convoluted and more, and it's unconstitutional mm-hmm. because Philadelphia is the only majority uh, 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 minority county or majority black and brown county. And that's the only place where it applies because it doesn't just say everywhere where there's SEPTA because that would include all of our surrounding counties. Mm-hmm. No, it says only in the county of the first class. So even though SEPTA goes in those other counties, they're only looking to take away the prosecutorial function from Philadelphia County because they want to, because basically the maker, uh, the suggestion of the bill is that Philadelphians can't choose, aren't responsible enough to choose our own prosecutor. Mm. Um, and so it's, it's very convoluted. It's unconstitutional. And there are multiple other reasons it's unconstitutional as well. Mm-hmm. Whose idea was this, Sharif? It was, it was a, the bill, the, the maker of the bill is a senator named Wayne Lagerholk, who is a senator that represents um, who's from the city of Johnstown, represents Clearfield County. And uh, his district is about 300 miles away from Philly. Not the first time he had a bill attack in uh, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. First time it passed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this thing passes, um, passes the Senate, passes the House, um, is is signed by the governor. Did anybody raise the the issues that you've raised in terms of the constitutionality of this? I, I raised them on the floor when it came out of the Senate, when it, um, and and I was not alone. But I probably gave the most detailed description. Um, Senator Hughes and others have raised objections to it, so <clears throat> there were objections raised. Um, but it, it was passed as part of a deal because Senate Republicans were looking to block all kinds of other budgetary things. If this didn't move, and um, I think 
part of the rationale, and I'm, I'll let the people who who advanced it um, speak for themselves, but I think part of the rationale for the people who opposed it but didn't fight as hard to stop it is that it is unconstitutional, and there's a chance for the attorney general to set it aside by declaring it unconstitutional. Now, listen, um, I think this was a bad deal. I do not think it's something we should have progressed with, but at this point, we need to apply all the pressure we can to make sure the attorney general does that. Because, like I said, the bill um, has a disparate impact on people. The only county is majority people of color. It's poorly written, so that it's hard to define where the jurisdiction. I gave a theory about legal theory about how it applies. Senator Langerholk and the, the, some of the Republicans have already said that's wrong. They have a different one. Four sets of lawyers in the legislature have come up with four sets of theories, and so it's 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 unclearly defined where the jurisdictional boundaries are. And the second thing, it says. I'm sorry, additional things. It's the third thing, I guess. It says that the prosecutor in Philly, D.A. Krasner, can't proceed without getting permission of the special prosecutor. What? But, <laughs> yeah, but then it doesn't say, but then it says the special prosecutor doesn't have to weigh in on all the cases, which is like, well, then if somebody does something bad and gets to the police station, who, who, who's supposed to make a decision about charging? You got to call the, the special the attorney general's office on every case, and do they have to review every case? He says that's not the case, but that's what the bill would say because it creates superseding jurisdiction. And then the final thing is he says that the, this, the, the, the attorney general's office can't use state funds to pay for any of this, which means the city has to pay for it, but there's no mechanism for that to happen. So it, it, it's unclear how it can even be workable. So it's, it's irrational from those perspectives, which is another basis to strike it. There's at least four reasons you can strike this bill. It's a terrible bill. That's unmanageable, unenforceable, and the, and the attorney general should just say it's unconstitutional, which will then stop it from immediately going into force. And then the, she's going to probably get sued by the Republicans in the Senate to get it enforced. And then we'll have litigation. But at least while the litigation is going on, D.A. Krasner will still have his authority. If we do it the other way, then it will, he won't have the authority while it's going through court. So we need to all be encouraging the attorney general, Michelle Henry, to set it aside. I think she's a smart lady, and I'm cautiously optimistic that she will. But she needs to hear from the public. And so the more of us who can hear from, say that this is an unconstitutional bill, the better. So Michelle Henry has been appointed by the governor. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Because the governor was the attorney general, ran for governor, won. And so she is serving out that term now um, at after being appointed by the governor, the governor signed the bill. So is she under any pressure not to set it aside since she's appointed no, by the governor that signed it? I, I don't think so. I think that she, I think the governor will respect that, that they have different roles. Um, he said this in the past. Now, whether, however people feel about it, there is a different role for a governor and an attorney general. Uh, the attorney general has to review the constitutionality of laws. Um, and so she has a different role, and I think he'll respect the fact that she's in that in a different role. I don't think he's going to pressure her one way or the other. I don't think that's appropriate. And I do think this governor is cautious and not sort of crossing lines. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he will. Uh, I think the governor will allow her to do her her job. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that ultimately she will make she will decide it. But I do think it's him. But you know, people can advocate on both sides, and there are going to be people advocating that this is constitutional and she should sign it. So we can't be silent; we have to be vocal in our opposition. Mm-hmm. So, um, in in terms of the constitutionality of the bill, you said 
numerous times that it is unconstitutional. When you talk about its constitutionality, you're talking about the state constitution, correct? I'm talking about both the state and the federal constitution. Okay, let's start with the state. How is it unconstitutional at the state level? Well, so a bill has to be, uh, it has to be, the state constitution also does not allow discrimination on the basis of race, gender, or national origin. Okay. And because this bill only applies to removing prosecutorial discretion from uh, the city of Philadelphia, uh-huh. and, and the city of Philadelphia is the only majority minority county, mm-hmm. it is, it's subject to what's called suspect, it, um, we are a suspect class okay. of color, uh-huh. and therefore you have to apply strict scrutiny. Strict scrutiny means you've got to have a really, really, really compelling reason to discriminate on the basis of race, gender, national, race, national origin. Um, And the reality is there's no compelling reason for this. The maker would say, well, there's a lot of crime in Philly. Well, the overdose addiction levels in parts of his district are higher than Philly. We do not have the highest overdose addiction levels. Uh, Our homicide level, well, higher than we'd like it to be, is not particularly is not higher than per capita than some other places in the Commonwealth, yet it only applies to Philly. Mm-hmm. And we can say, well, you know, there's a particular, he says there's a particular issue with making people want to ride SEPTA. Mm-hmm. Well, the reality is that SEPTA and SEPTA passengers goes through five counties, mm-hmm. but this bill only applies to one. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. a person were to get on a SEPTA train in Philly and mm-hmm. could just stay on, there's nobody, you know, you could just stay on and ride a regional rail train into Montgomery, Delaware, or Bucks counties, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the special prosecutor only has jurisdiction over that person if they're doing something in Philly but not in the other counties. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. clearly there was an attempt just to limit the prosecutorial discretion of people in Philadelphia. In fact, mm-hmm. it goes well beyond the borders of Sep- what SEPTA is. It goes into everything where SEPTA touches, which is the whole city. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's the issue of topicality. Under state law, there must be the bill must agree a subject matter with the way the, the committee structure. Mm-hmm. And this bill's subject matter says that the transportation bill came through the transportation committee, which Senator Lindholm chairs. However, this is really not about transportation. It's mm-hmm. sort of putting on a transportation disguise. Mm-hmm. It's very clearly about law enforcement. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change the way people are moved back or what it puts no money in transportation it doesn't change who governs transportation it only deals with crimes and not crimes that happen on just on there and not crimes that go everywhere except it is it changes fundamentally the prosecutorial exercise of prosecutorial discretion in in um in philadelphia so it should have gone through it should have gone through uh, uh law and justice it could have gone through judiciary but it shouldn't have gone through transportation. So internally, we violated the rules of the Senate, of the legislature by moving a bill in the way we did. We didn't follow our own rules. That's a violation. And then, then it has, there's a rational basis standard, mm-hmm. which is the bill has to be able to be rational, meaning you have to, different lawyers look at it, has to, you have to be able to understand it and move forward. I looked at it and gave you my interpretation. I sincerely hope that believe that's the best interpretation I can come up with. Senator Anchor Hulk has a different interpretation that his lawyers support and others. It is convoluted and it, it doesn't specify clearly the jurisdiction of where the jurisdictional boundaries of the special prosecutor are. That's 
violates rational basis as another reason to make unconstitutional. And then additionally, you know, the whole issue of who has actual charging authority mm-hmm. when, a case, when a crime happens, and that's unclear, which makes it unworkable, because somebody, the law has to be clear about who has original jurisdiction for charging authority. And if we don't have that, it's unworkable. So therefore, it's unconstitutional. And then you have the whole money issue that I explained earlier. All of those are different reasons, any one of which, not all of which, is enough to make it unconstitutional. This was because they just threw it together mm-hmm. to attack us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and then they saw an opportunity to force it through by holding hostage so many things we needed to get done. Because if we didn't get finished the state budget, we would have had, we, the school districts would have eventually run out of money because we didn't pass the school code. Mm-hmm. There pro- mm-hmm. if we didn't pass, there were things in the fiscal code that affected daycare centers and this. Mm-hmm. And so it put a lot of pressure on people to move it. People crumbled under the pressure. <clears throat> but I want you to understand what they were holding hostage mm-hmm. was tons of stuff. This is not dissimilar with um, um, Tuberville when he held hostage the entire appointment of the military people mm-hmm. nationwide because he, he had an issue about abortion that had nothing to do with the military. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, ultimately, at the federal level, we won, and he broke. But he did that for months. But this, they, they were holding, it would be as if he was holding hostage the whole federal budget. And so I think what happened was wrong. It was unconstitutional. And I think the best way to get the correctives were to be thrown out. And the reason we need the attorney general to do it is I think the courts will throw it out. But if we wait on the courts to do it, mm-hmm. it gets enforced all while it's being litigated. Mm-hmm. And we need it to never be enforced at all. Got it. What does this mean in, in the in the minute that we have left? What does this mean for the voters of Philadelphia to have something like this on the books? Well, the two things. One, it means that this attorney general's race is super important because we're electing a new attorney general. And at the end of next year, Michelle Henry will go on, will have to will leave because she's not running for re-election. She's not running for election. Um, and so it's really important that we get engaged and involved in attorney general's race because we don't need a new attorney general to switch positions, assuming she takes the position we need. So, and even if she doesn't, we need an attorney general that's going to fight this out for us. Mm-hmm. So that's important. Second thing it means, we got to get this declared unconstitutional or thousands of additional, mostly young black men and women are going to get locked up and go to jail unnecessarily because it is unlikely we'll get a, we'll get a special prosecutor who will have the sensitivity to our community that the, uh, as the person that we elected. Got it. That is Senator Sharif Street. He represents the third senatorial district in Pennsylvania, also the chair of the state Democratic Party. I want to thank you so much uh, for joining us this morning, really breaking this down and explaining uh, this to the listeners. Uh, Senator Street, thank you so much. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM and online at wordradio.com. 